Hello, and we're back. Um, I hope you had an amazing week. I had a pretty good one myself, especially with the overwhelming, amazing responses that I had for my trailer podcast, which made me want to come back and do this even more. Um, today, we're really going to talk about life changes and how you have to kind of carry on with that and not let it affect you so much, not hurt you so much, um, and to stay consistent in your relationship with God through that um, and to honestly help those changes in your life make you stronger in your relationship with God. Um, and I say that because this time last Last year, April, like the last week of April, April 2021, um, it literally hit me like a bus. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was horrible. Um, and if you know me, you know why. If you don't, I'm going to be transparent on this podcast because there are no notes and I'm a talkative person. Everything's going to slip at one point. Um, but I was going through a breakup and I was losing friends and school was summer, school was ending and summer was starting um, and family members were sick with COVID. My mom was in the hospital as a nurse. She's not, she wasn't in the hospital, Lord help me. Um, she was working in the hospital in the COVID unit and that was really hurting her because she was seeing all these people die from this horrible virus um, that we at that point didn't really have good overviews of we didn't really know much about it because it was still kind of fresh um and new at that point in time but um life was just hard I was getting hit with a lot of changes in my life and as I said in my trailer episode I didn't know God as well as I did when I was younger especially not as well as I do now um I got to middle school and middle school hit me and I just lost on my track with God um and I was like oh I still have a relationship with God I listen to Jesus music every night to help me fall asleep I pray to him every night before I go to bed like I am good we are chilling I'm going to heaven um no yes I have been saved I've been baptized I was not in a true state relationship with God um, I was not acting as a true child of God would. I was not acting as a person who has a true relationship with God. Um, I was not living my life for him. Um, I was kind of just using him as an escape, as a, here, Lord, I need help, help me kind of thing. Never a thank you for this, thank you for that, Lord, I love you. A just like, dude, help me because I need help. Um, and with those changes going on in my life, I really expected some help because like, Lord, why are you hitting me with these things? And at that point in time, I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I was a young freshman girl, oblivious, um, and really starting to realize a lot of things that have been going on in my life um, and how to cope with certain things and how to be alone but not alone and to um, kind of evolve as a better person on my own without any direction, which is hard, especially for a teenage girl, a teenager in general, um, it can be really hard to know where you belong, um, especially going into high school in your first year, mostly. Um, knowing where you belong and how you belong and what your purpose is is um, truly the hardest thing somebody should, like, somebody really has to, like, go through with themselves um, as a majority, like, majority of people. Um, and that has probably been the hardest thing for me. Um, so... Talking about changes, I really want to talk about how we can use those changes to better our relationship with God and to better our relationship with ourself, um, to learn ourself more and learn how to keep ourself 
on the ground when we are struggling um, and to keep ourselves in touch with God when we are struggling. Um, My, honestly, my way to do it is just to remember who I am and who I belong to. Um, When I was going through all those changes a year ago, I did not know who I was and who I belonged to. I was so attached to friendships and relationships and things going on in my life that I didn't know who I was without it. Um, Which really comes down to who I am with Christ um, and who I am in Christ. And at that point in my life, I thought I knew him and I did not. And so therefore, obviously, I did not know who I was. Um, I really struggled with that. And besides the fact I didn't know who I was and the purpose of my life and where I belonged, I was so alone. Um, And I say that in a way where I felt like I was so alone. Like I had my parents and my brother was a little, at that point in time, he was still an annoying seventh grader. So like I knew I could go to him if I really needed it, but like why would I do that, you know? Not in like a rude way to make him, but like, I just didn't have as close as a relationship then. Um, and I knew I had a decent amount of friends, like, but like they weren't amazing at that time. Like we were all still young middle schoolers, honestly, because our middle school experience did not help us grow because we got shut down because of COVID. So like we didn't really have a chance to grow, especially not as our first year in high school. Um, and so I was so lonely. Um or at least I felt like it because I didn't know that I could go to God at that point. Um, And with all of those changes going on in my life, I didn't go to God and it didn't get any better until I learned that I needed to. Um, I went to camp that summer and we talked about Psalms 23 or Psalms 22. I always mix them up, but it's the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He walks through by still waters and da 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 da. I could read it out to you, but I just don't have my notes or my phone with me right now. Um, but if you are struggling with any of this, I like swear on Psalms 23, not like swear, but like, that was such a wrong word to use. Again, this is like no notes. So I'm like stumbling, but, um, I like always like, um, point out Psalms 23, especially with any changes or any struggles in anyone's life, because you have to be reminded that the Lord is your shepherd. Um, even if you don't want him to be, he is. Um, but what I was saying, um, is I went to camp and we were really studying Psalms 23 and I didn't really realize how much I needed that camp experience as I did. Um, There were so many things at camp that were so new. We were sharing testimonies. We were digging deep into testimonies. Um, And if you don't really know what a testimony is, honestly, the definition I have in my brain is the story that brought you to a relationship with Christ. The story behind where you are with the Lord now and how you got there, Um, which for me was my freshman year. Um, and earlier that summer before camp, um, and we were all sharing these things and we were all crying and pouring our hearts out. And then I get home and I'm like, wow, like that was such a great camp experience. Um, Lord help me continue to live out my life like that. It took me a few weeks. 
I will be completely honest because there were still changes going on in my life. I was starting my sophomore year of try high school, um, which was like raw high school. Like, yeah, we had to wear masks. We had to stay away from each other. But like this was seven periods a day. You're switching classes mixed with different grade levels like this is raw high school and I hadn't experienced that going in as a 10th grader Um, I didn't get my freshman year experience you know so there were still so many changes going on in my life I lost even more friends Um, I still would get in trouble um, because I just didn't trust God more than I trusted myself which is insane for me to say because I didn't trust myself at all. And though I knew that I needed God, especially after that trip to camp, it was still kind of a, ugh, I'm going through crap right now. Let me just go home and listen to Olivia Rodrigo because that's going to help. Um, it didn't help. Um, I soon learned after getting an Instagram DM from a few friends um, and going out to coffee with them and hearing their testimonies that the way that I'm coping with my experiences right now isn't going to (laughs) work and that I need to fix it. So I fixed it and I stopped listening to Olivia Rodrigo when I got sad I read the Bible. Um, I quit scrolling through Instagram when I got bored. I drew in my Bible. Um, I quit scrolling through TikTok every night and I just sat there and I prayed and I journaled. I really took time out of my day to go to God. Um, I stopped hanging out with friends or relying more on sports to help me cope. I went to church every Wednesday and Sunday. Um, I stepped away from relationships with people and friendships with people that were hurting me. And I brought myself to the realization of the people who were good and who I should surround myself with. And God opened doors for me. Like, no other um so the advice that I wish I could have give myself and that I do want to give others is no matter the change going on in your life try to stay consistent um I still go through changes all the time I'm gonna be honest um basketball used to be my home this year that changed and basketball isn't my home anymore Um, And it's not a, oh, I found a better sport. Oh, I found better friends that are my home. Like, no, my basketball season was horrible and it's not my home anymore because of it. That was a big change for me. Um, Three months of not wanting to go to practice when I used to want to go to practice every single day, all day long last year. Um, Other things that changed were my grades constantly changed. They went from F's to A's to C's to getting a report card with C's on it that I had never had before. Correction, one C, but that still shattered me because I had never had that before. Um, Getting my driver's license, that was a big change. Um, Having to learn how to control my money while having to pay for gas and keeping a budget, that was a big change for me. Um, Driving myself to school every day, that was a big change for me. Just so many things that I've gone through even still with a strong relationship with Christ that I've had to deal with and had to cope with um, and get used to. Um, But those things didn't shatter me as much as they would have a year ago. Um, And obviously, easy, dumb answer. That's because of God. Duh. (laughs) Um, But... 
the even bigger answer is I've learned how to cope with change. It's going to happen to everyone, whether it is your home life changes because your parents get divorced or you are fostering or adopting a brother or sister and your parents are more worried about that child than you or you go to a new school um, or you're going through a breakup or you and your friend just ended you guys' friendship or so many other things. You have to learn how to cope with that change before it shatters you. Um, for me, I've learned that the best way for me to cope with change is to talk about it. Realize that it's going on. Not forget about it or try to avoid it. Realize it's going on. Talk about it. Read the Bible. Pray to God. Listen to Bible music. Um, separate myself from things of the world as much as I possibly can so that I can redirect my focus to God. Um, I think the biggest thing for people having a relationship with God is not realizing that even though you are having a relationship with God and God is perfect, your life will not be perfect. Even though you've given your life to Christ. Um, I have a few friends that are not as close to God as they used to because when they did have a really good relationship with them, a family member died or something happened and it really obstructed their view of God and what God had for them. And so they're like, oh, like I'm mad at God because this happened. When really God had a plan for that and you took the route of blaming God rather than believing God has a reason behind it and that he will swoop in and he will save you and he will turn this into something amazing um or another thing is is that people just don't realize that life happens a lot of the times they're like on such a high life like high on life you know um and they're like oh life is so great amazing oh my gosh boom car crash type thing like oh like I'm such a great driver but somehow I got into a wreck you know um And then they're like, bro, like, how did this even happen? Like, like, I'm so done. I'm depressed. Um, I'm giving up type thing. And people don't know how to channel changes in their life. Um, I've had a lot of people DM me on Instagram and it's like, hey girl, like, how do I stay consistent in a relationship with Christ when all of these things are going on in my life? My pure and honest answer for everything that people ask me is to read the Bible. And I tell them, I'm like, hey, like this is a dumb answer is what it sounds like. Like she just asked me this huge question because of these big humongous things that are going on in her life, his or her life. And my only answer for them is read the Bible. But then I continue to explain why. And then they understand why I'm saying this. You cannot stay consistent in your life, in your mindset, if you do not have anything consistent in your life. Your life will change. It's going to happen. Sorry, hate to let you know. That's, it's going to happen. It's a given. Um, Your life isn't going to be amazing all the time. Something's going to happen. Something's going to change. Something's going to hit you and it's going to hurt you. And you have to know how to channel that. Because life isn't consistent. The only thing that is consistent is God. And the only consistency that you can find in your life is within Jesus Christ. But that is your choice. Your consistency has to be reading the Bible. 
praying to God, worshiping him, staying consistent in a relationship with him so that no matter the inconsistency in your life, one thing will remain unchanged. And it will be the love you have for God. And instead of that changing in a bad way and hitting you in a horrible way and distracting you, it will be getting stronger and stronger and helping you learn how to stay consistent even when things are hard. So that's what I explain to these people on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, like even though these things suck, I'm being honest. My mom's going to hate the fact I use that word. You have to find something consistent and the only thing that is consistent is God. So even if you had a bad week, even if you had a good week, even if your parents are fighting, even if you and your boyfriend are fighting or your friends are fighting or something happened or you got into a car crash or middle school is horrible, high school is horrible, college is horrible, your home life sucks, you have to find a way to channel that or you will lose it. You can't just expect things to get better on their own. One. Two, life changes. Like that country song that just came to mind, man. Um, (laughs) Life changes. Things are going to change. Things are going to happen. But you have to learn to control the controllable. And I feel like that's such a dumb, like, little thing my parents tell me all the time. Like, control the controllable. Heck yeah. Like, you have to know how to do that. You can't control the fact your parents are fighting, but you can control the way that you deal with it. And I mean, honestly, that's the only thing you can do. Um, And the way that you choose to deal with it is going to affect the things that are going on in your life. If you choose, if you so happen to choose things that are going to tear you down and separate you from your relationship with God, That's exactly what's going to happen. But if you so happen to choose to open up your Bible every time you're struggling, turn on some worship music, listen to a sermon, pray to God. If you choose to go to God in times of trouble and in happiness, no matter the change going on in your life, you will understand how much easier it is to go through changes with consistency than it is to go without. Because either way, something's going to be inconsistent. Your life is going to change or you're going to choose the wrong path during inconsistency. But control the controllable and find something consistent so that it can keep you on track. Um, I love to use like examples of driving because I love driving so much. But it's like, if you're like on a rocky path and you don't know, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, we learn in driver's ed, like, if you, if it's pouring outside and there are puddles all along the sides of the road, don't go fast on the side of the road where there's puddles. Like, try to drive as close to the center of the road or the edge of the road where there aren't any puddles so that you don't hydroplane and flip over your car, you know? Like, <clears throat> control what you control about can control in the car so that it can stop you from something that you can't control. Um, last year, 
I was going through so many changes and I didn't know how to control myself. I didn't have anything consistent. I prayed to God and asked him, hey dude, like why are you doing this? What's going on? And I didn't hear an answer. Because God knew I knew the answer. But he wanted me to figure that out. So that in turn, I could remember it. It's like parenting in a way. Because, I mean, he is our father, right? But it's like there comes to a certain point being a parent. I don't know because I'm literally a teenager. I am not a mom. But, like, I see it in my parents. There's a point where you have to know that your child has to learn one way or another. And you can't always be their bumpers. Um, Like in bowling. You can't always have the gutters up in your child's life <clears throat> because when they get out in the real world where there are no gutters and they roll into a little ditch, it's going to hit them more than a ditch. Like it's going to be like a whole big pothole that sinks into a big ditch, a bigger ditch, sorry, a bigger ditch that sinks into a hole that they can't get out of. You have to let your child and let yourself Learn to understand something so that you won't forget it. Um, Like if there's a toddler and you keep telling your child, like, girl, don't do that. Like, don't bite yourself, for example. Don't bite yourself. Don't bite yourself. It's going to hurt you. And you end up biting yourself. You're going to remember, dang, that hurt. I'm not going to bite myself again. And so if you learn to control what you can control and how that affects your life in such a beautiful way, you will also learn that you never want to go back to the fact of not controlling it. I would never want to go back to where I was a year ago without consistency because I'd lose myself. And I know that now. And so with all of that being said, control the controllable and find consistency in your life, no matter the changes. Because if you have consistency and you control what you can control, you will find a way to get through it, whether it is with scars or with pain or with a crown on your head or with joy. You will find a way to get through it because without those things, you'll get stuck um, real easily. Um, so I hope that makes sense. Again, I have no notes, so I don't really remember what I have been talking about, but, um, I hope that that touched somebody's heart today. Um, whenever they're listening to it, I hope you have another great week. And if you didn't have a good week previously, I hope that you do now. Um, and if you happen to not have a good week, find consistency in that in the Bible with the Lord, um, and control what you can control so that you can learn how to deal with the things that you can't control.